We all have responsibilities when it comes to life. Work, study, managing the home, children, whatever we're busy with, we must be diligent to keep up to our responsibilities. Today, we're gonna learn what it means to manage our kingdom responsibilities. I'm gonna read the passage in Mark chapter four, starting in verse 21. And he said to them, is a lamp brought in to be put under a basket or under a bed and not on a stand? For nothing is hidden except to be made manifest, nor is anything secret except to come to light. If anyone has ears to hear, let him hear. And he said to him, them, pay attention to what you hear. With the measure you use it, it will be measured to you, and still more will be added to you. For to the one who has, more will be given, and to the one who has not, even what he has will be taken away. And he said to them, The kingdom of God is as if a man should scatter seed on the ground. He sleeps and rises night and day, and the seed sprouts and grows. He, knew, he knows not how. The earth produces by itself. First the blade, then the ear, then the full grain in the ear. But when the grain is ripe, at once he puts in the sickle, because the harvest has come. And he said, With what can I compare the kingdom of God, or what parable shall I use for it? It is like the grain of a mustard seed, which when sown in the ground is the smallest of all seeds on the earth. Yet when it is sown, it grows up and becomes larger than all the plants and puts out large branches so the birds of the air can make its nest. Jesus, in this series of three parables, cracks open the kingdom of God for us so that we can get a glimpse. Last week, we learned that God is at work scattering the seed of his good word. We learned that there were four different types of soil, and one of them was the genuine Christian, this good soil. Those who are marked by hearing God's word, accepting it, and bearing good fruit. Some 30-fold some 60-fold, and others 100-fold. Today, we're going to learn our responsibility as members of the kingdom and God's responsibility of the king of his kingdom. You see, this passage now narrows in on what is the expectation of those who hear God's word and apply it to their lives. We're going to learn in the first, the first parable that we must shine our lights. The second, we must listen to God's word. And the third, and most importantly, we must, God must, he has a responsibility to cause the growth 
It's not in our power, our doing, but it's God who causes the growth. But let's take a look at this first parable. We must shine our lights, verses 21 to 23. The first verse teaches us a very basic but fundamental lesson. Light is designed to shine. It is not designed to be hidden, to be to hide under a bushel or, or a basket. It is meant to shine. Jesus is speaking to this very small group hidden from the crowds. But what he says is what is spoken in secret must come out and be proclaimed to the world. The truth that Jesus entrusted to his disciples and that was hidden from the crowd was never intended to keep it that way, but Jesus wants to send out his disciples to be the light of the world, to spread the message far and wide. Brothers and sisters, if you're a Christian, the secret of the kingdom has been revealed to you. We cannot keep this truth to ourselves, but we must shine our lights, both declare and demonstrate the good news of Jesus in our neighborhoods. We must shine the light. Second, we must listen to the word of God. I love how the Lord Jesus describes it in John chapter 10. We are his sheep. He is the shepherd. We must hear his voice. And in fact, he says, those who are my sheep, they will hear my voice. Verse 24 quite literally says, take care how you hear. You must listen to what God is guiding you through his word. You see, we can get excited about being the light, but we cannot pass on what we don't possess. We cannot share what we don't have, what we don't know. How we listen is so important. Verse 24 talks about the measure of the responsibility. Though much to much has been given, much responsibility there is. When there's half-hearted attention to the God's word, there will be half the blessing. That is why he says earlier that there are some that, that bear fruit of 30 or 60 or 100 fold. If you do not use it, you lose it. Even in this short episode, we must prepare our hearts to act upon what God's word says and live in the light of it and if we do that, if we let it sink in, it will produce a mighty fruit. But if not, it'll be snatched away, leaving us ineffective in our Christian lives. You see, either we're moving forward or backwards. But nobody is standing still in their Christian lives. James chapter 1 verse 22 says, be a doer of God's word, not just a hearer only. We must not be like those other here soils that we learned about last week, 
who hears the word of God but does nothing with it because they are deceived or distracted by other things. But I want to encourage you, this last parable here, God must cause the growth. We see these actually these two parables here. God causes the growth. The, the, the second one here is that the kingdom of God is like a man who, who scatters a, a seed on the ground. He doesn't know what's going to happen. He goes to sleep. He rises. And suddenly the crop is growing. This word scatter is the word broadcast. He's broadcasting it far and wide. And yet it's the seed sprouts and it grows. You see, our job is to do the broadcasting. God's job is to do the blessing. We must be faithful, but then at the end of the day, we sleep, we pray, and we leave the results up to God. Notice in verse 28, it says that it's by the seed, by itself, it grows. The Greek word is automate, where we get the English word automatically. There is power in this seed that is the word of God, which Jesus defines earlier in Mark chapter 4. It causes growth. God uses his word in his sovereignty to bring about life. You see, we don't have the power. You don't have the power to change your life. You don't have the power to change your marriage. You don't have the power to change your church, but God does. And as we're faithful to God's word, and as we preach God's word, God is the one that causes the growth. We see that as we shine our lights for Jesus, we listen attentively to his word, and then it's God alone who causes the growth in us and through us so that others can see our progress in the faith, and that they would glorify God. Very quickly, verses 30 to 34, the small will become big, praise God. Not only do we learn that God alone provides the growth, we learn that this growth is extremely significant. Remember the context that we're in, the Roman Empire, this massive empire is oppressing the Jewish people. And later on, they're going to oppress the Christian church. Jesus himself is being opposed by religious leaders. They're plotting with the Herodians on how to kill him. His family, his own family rejected him. The crowds come to him just to get something. There's only a very small group of his disciples that are actually listening to these parables and they look around and they think, well, we're uneducated people. How are we going to make a difference? Jesus says, well, the kingdom of God is, it's like a mustard seed, which was known in that day to, to be one of the smallest of seeds. But then it grows and it grows into this massive tree so, so big that the birds can make nests inside. Isn't that amazing that in the beginning of Mark chapter 4, the birds are opposed to God's word and taking the seed. And now 
these enemies are lodging in and finding rest and satisfaction in God's kingdom. And we learn that in church history. We learn that the Romans, which seem to be the enemies of God, started to, to have, got converted. And then once they were converted, we see that they were saved and they were glorifying God. This is consistent with Daniel chapter 4, a vision of a tree in the middle of the earth, visible to the ends of the earth, fruit abounding, the birds living in the branches from all creatures. They were being fed. You see, these large branches of this tree is imagery that we learn about in Revelation on how God's gospel will go to the ends of the earth. So this week, just remember, we have a responsibility and so does God. God is incredible at turning small faith-driven effort into big eternal blessings. This week, let us light shine our lights, broadcast the gospel, and trust God will do the work in His time and His way. 